You are live with Get Connected, Canada's favorite tech radio show. I'm your host, Mike Agarbo, here with John Beeler, and we have an awesome program today. Uh, later on, we will be chatting uh, with the Friendly Future Foundation, the folks over at TELUS that are doing some really innovative stuff, uh, giving out grants to innovations to help uh, youth. And so everything from wheelchairs that can be controlled by the brain, uh, it's just fascinating. It blows me away, John. It does. And speaking of giving stuff away. We have a contest. It's a really cool one. We're going to be giving away an awesome smartphone, but you'll have to stay tuned to later in the show to get some more details. And uh, fantastic contest this month. Uh, we will also be chatting about privacy. Uh, people all the time come to me concerned about it because I'm the tech guy and they don't like all these Google Homes and Amazon Echoes in their house. Uh, but a lot of people don't realize it's your phone that's the worst problem. Yes, because your phone is always with you, even when you're in the bathroom. We are going to talk to an innovator, a Canadian, that has come up with a device that can block people from listening in. It is super, super cool. And uh, John, we're going to talk about Circuit Mess. Yes. This is one of your do-it-yourself projects again, isn't it? It's a couple of them, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What are you making this time? Well, we're going to make a DJ turntable. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And a little retro computer or video game console. Very, very cool. Let's look at some of the tech news uh, this week, John. Tesla's in the the news again. This one was concerning. Yeah, this is a little con concerning, I think. Well, they're in the news a couple times. One, uh, Tesla owners are reporting dozens of instances of phantom braking. Phantom braking. It that, just breaks by itself. That can't be good. No. And another big one, you know, the self-driving part of the Tesla's. Right. Well, they're recalling 53,000 cars because they won't stop at stop signs. So <laughs> just, well, it's not I'm, not a, it's I'm not an autonomous vehicle expert, but I would assume one of the key components of staying alive is your car stopping at red lights and stop signs. It's self-driving, Mike, not self-stopping. Oh, oh, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is a rolling stop function, I guess now <laughs> is what they're calling it. Government not not happy um they're recalling these cars to remove a rolling stop feature that flouts the traffic laws is it a recall or is it a software update though uh, well they say recall but it, it's a software update isn't it yeah yeah that's the kind of the good thing about this kind of things is they can just send up an update and your car is recalled and patched uh, this stuff always confounds me john uh let's move on to apple Apple's face ID with a mask works so well, it might end password purgatory. Yeah, this is a new feature of the 15.4 iOS beta that's out right now. So this is available publicly, but it's not sort of in the mainstream if you are just waiting for an update. But it basically allows you to sort of redo your FaceTime scan of your, of your face, and it'll actually compensate for you wearing a mask. It'll get a little bit more detail around your face, your eyes, and everything like that. And if you're wearing a mask, you can unlock your phone without having an Apple Watch, which is how they sort of did it previously. Yeah. Now you don't need an Apple Watch to it, do that. Just doing your eyes, I guess, then. Must be, yeah. 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 And the wrinkles on my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of a cool feature. Like, yeah, I'm, it, it's so funny, right? Like the world owes me something. I, I get mad because I have to use my pin code to get in and to unlock my phone when I got my mask on. Well, a lot of people were also saying, well, that's where Face ID is bad because during the pandemic, everyone's wearing a mask and it hasn't been working. So 
any devices that have just a touch ID were, were f- far faster and superior for that respect. But now this kind of makes it uh, an even playing field, I think. Super cool. Also in the news this week, Elon Musk again, uh, his Starlink company that uh, offers satellite internet to remote places. Uh, I mean, these things would be great for people that live in the Gulf Islands. Uh, so they've got one service. I think it's like 100 bucks a month or something like that, John? Roughly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have a new Starlink premium version now. This is a lot more, though. And I think these are American prices, so keep that in mind. Uh, the new antenna is going to be, I think, 2500 bucks. Just for the hardware. Just for the hardware. And then it's $500 a month for internet access. Yeah. And okay. And I know everyone's going $500 a month. It is a lot. But if you live somewhere where you don't have internet at all, you'll pay whatever. $500 is a steal. So, I mean, this, I would think this is probably aimed at professionals, maybe, you know, small businesses that have stores. Yeah. This is definitely for the business person, not for the consumer, unless you really want high speed satellite internet and are willing to pay 500 US for it. So they say that users can expect download speeds of 150 to 500 megabits, which is kind of on par with a lot of the internet plans for homes right now. Yeah. Because the base version is kind of like under 100 megabits, I believe. Right. On that. So this is supposed to give you sustained high speed, even during peak time on their their service with latency between 20 to 40 milliseconds, which is really good. That's how fast when you click on like a website link that it actually opens up. The other interesting thing about this though is if you buy the premium service, you're going to get it sooner than the consumer service. Yeah, no kidding. Because one of the challenges they've had with Starlink is the chip shortage. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So apparently these will be shipping in uh, Q2 or by Q2, um, basically, so that uh, you'll if you get this service, you, you'll probably get it much faster than probably having to wait six months or so for yeah. the regular service. Fascinating, eh? Yeah. We've uh, talked a lot about NFTs on the show, John, non-fungible tokens. These are a way to digitally authenticate items, whether that's a, uh, a drawing, a video. Well, Coachella, you know, the big festival down in California that have all the big artists like Beyonce and all the celebrities go there to festival out, <laughs> so to speak. Have you been to it? I have not. Yeah. You remind me of someone that would go. Oh, I would tell the goal. Yeah. Cause you're like a music. It's, it's, buff. it's definitely on my list. Yeah. Well, they are selling 10 lifetime NFTs as NFT, uh, yeah. NFTs that are basically lifetime passes. Yeah, so you buy one of these 10 NFTs and every year you'll get a ticket to the show. <laughs> How much do you think these things are going to go for? A lot. Yeah. Yeah, these will be a lot. Because um, I've, I've gone on some of these sites and, you know, that sell NFTs, like people put like little digital icons and stuff. And some of these things are going for thousands of dollars. I'm like, who the hell would pay for that? But here at least you get something useful. Yeah, well, a lot of times some of the, the higher end NFTs, you get something with it. Yeah. But uh, something physical with it. But this is a very unique way to sell festival tickets. Yes. They're also going to be selling a thousand NFTs priced at $180 that you can redeem to, redeem for a physical photo book from the festival. Who cares? Well, some people might. I don't. Okay. We're going to move on here. We've got a great show here on Get Connected for you. Coming up, we are going to be talking uh, with an inventor, an innovator that has come up with a device that will basically kill the microphone on your smartphone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone, until you want it lit up again. So it's going to block off anyone listening to you. It's a very cool device that 
you just well we'll let bruce explain it yes and if you are paranoid and are concerned about privacy listen up you're listening to get connected here on the chorus radio network we'll be back after this you are back with the program mike and john here john is privacy dead <laughs> a lot of people say it is yeah i mean we are in such a connected world right now and everything is listening you know we have these uh, google homes and the amazon echoes with uh, our friendly alexa i hate saying that because i'm setting off everyone's uh, device there uh, but i think what people don't realize more so than anything it's your phone that is listening to you whether you have a google android phone or an iphone that microphone is always on listening for the wake word which would be siri or in android's case google you're just lighting up everybody's devices today. <laughs> well we're going to talk to a, a local innovator his name is uh bruce cleanland and he has come up with a really interesting device to protect your privacy when it comes to your smartphone whether you have that in your home or your office bruce thanks for joining us yeah thanks for having me guys we uh we actually saw you down in las vegas uh you know we uh were always on the hunt down there for cool things and at one of the uh, shows or a couple of the shows at night uh you had a table there demoing it and i never got to talk to you because there's always a bunch of people around your table but john came up to me and said we got to talk to this guy he's actually vancouver based he's a canadian yeah, his office is just down the street from ours. Yeah, so Bruce, I want to talk about your company, your device, uh, Posio. Correct. Uh, name of the company, and your device is the Posio Cradle. And this is where you would dock your smartphone, whether it's an iPhone or any of the Android phones out there. And how do you how do you, would you describe the look? It looks like a well, it looks like a charging cradle. Yeah, a little fancy charging cradle. Yeah, with kind of a. Uh, uh, a, th- a band around the whole thing. Yeah, you called it a Stargate. I call it a Stargate, yes. So this this does double duty. It will charge your phone wirelessly, and most of the new phones have that capability. Uh, but Bruce, what's the next level on this thing here? This thing is blocking out uh, people from listening in on you. Correct, yeah. Um, and that's really, I think, the positioning of it as well is, um, you know, we aren't aware of how often our phones are listening to us. Um, oh, I am. Is, yeah, <laughs> the reality is all the time. Yeah. So the value add that we bring with Posio Cradle is we prevent your phone from eavesdropping. So when your phone is sitting there, you've all had false positive where, you know, your smart assistant will say, uh, hey, can I help you? Yeah. That happens every day to exactly, me. Exactly, right? It's happening yeah. all the time. And those devices, if you've given an app permission to access your microphone, you've also given them permission to record, store, share, and in some cases, sell the information. And a lot of people don't realize that because we have we have dozens, sometimes hundreds of apps on our phone. And like you said, uh, many of them have permission to tune into the microphone. Exactly, yeah. And so what we did was we said, how do we do two things? Make sure that people can still use their phones the way they want to, which our device does, so I can still interact with it but how do we make sure it's always blocking your phone from eavesdropping you and we've developed technology that allows that to happen so tell us how that works so i I, you know we've got the cradle down here in the studio and essentially you just you dock it like almost like a charging cradle a regular one that you see it's uh, this one here is black um but it is basically at that point once it's in the dock blocking the microphone how's it doing that Correct. So we use a number of processes that combine sound and uh, audio and airflow to defeat the microphone. And so what's important to know about that is it's a process as opposed to a hardware or a software solution. So we don't have a hard drive 
we don't have we're not connected to the internet so it's it's just a physical process that's taking place to defeat your microphone so it has no impact on your phone it's happening in the background so if your phone was trying to record what's happening around it you know audio wise what is it hearing then it would hear so so nothing <laughs> sorry to your listeners yeah. if they've got they've got headphones on yeah. yeah it would hear nothing so how do I turn that on and off? Because sometimes I want to talk to it, right? Exactly. So that, and that was really our intent is we, lo- we actually love our smart devices. We just don't like that they're listening all the time. Yeah. So what we have is one wake word. It's called Posio Stop. So as soon as you put your device in the cradle, your phone in the cradle, it's blocking. But let's say I want to ask my phone a question, directions or how many teaspoons in a tablespoon, whatever. I just say Posio Stop. It stops blocking the microphone, and then I can say, how many teaspoons in a tablespoon? My, my smartphone will answer me just like I normally uh, would when I, uh, you know, I give it a command, and then 30 seconds later, it starts blocking again. So I can just set it and forget it. Got it. So it is always blocking until you say, pause, you'll stop, the name of, of it, um, and then for 30 seconds, you can ask away. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And you can do anything you would normally do on your phone. So, hey, play my playlist. It has no impact on any of the functionality you want in your phone other than a phone call. So if you have to take a phone call, we have a manual setting so you could still leave it in and charge and have a conversation or you could take it out and do it that way. But it gives you all the utility of phone, but gives you all the privacy people are looking for. More for home or office? Um, great question. I think in today's world, it, it's both. Our original use case was we had these things in our home and we wanted to protect our privacy. Um, some pretty private conversations happen in the home. So I think uh, any any public space where you're talking, uh, you know, in the home about, you know, finances or health or uh, mental health issues. What's or, this rash from? What's this <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, uh, so any of the, those um, areas in the home, uh, people are putting them in their bedrooms, in their home offices, and that's really the crossover mic uh, that you guys are, are um, leaning into, which is if you're working from home, you have an obligation to protect the confidentiality of your business. Most people you know, put their phone down and you know, are going and talking about all kinds of you know, pretty private things that um, represent security risk for the business. So in our instance, you would just put it in the cradle, it would start charging your phone, which is a, an added convenience, and you can go away and have all of your business meetings, not making sure that you're not concerned about um, any privacy breaches. How did you design this? Um, we went through a few iterations. Yeah. The first version. Like, are you a, an engineer? Or? No, I'm not. And so uh, my uh, partner, David Nickel, yeah. uh, found a wonderful local engineering firm as well, who they're experts in sound design. And we said, well, how do we solve this problem? And we, we started thinking, well, maybe sound was the way to approach the problem. So we found a wonderful firm that we've been working with, and they're really an extension of our business. And um, we just, you know, a lot of darts at the wall and prototyping and fine tuning, and it works flawlessly now when can we get our hands on one of these things when do they go on sale yeah so they're on sale now on our website posio.com that's p-o-z-i-o.com and um, they're available for pre-order we are shipping in may so we've um, lined up all our supply chain issues which is a major issue uh, in today's marketplaces but there's there's a lot of um, enthusiasm for the product so we've managed to get the parts we need but they're available today on our website and uh, we'd like to extend an offer to uh, your audience if they want they can get thirty dollars off and um, that'll be available until February 15th. And um, they can provide a link. We'll make the, the code. 
Yeah, we'll get a link up on our uh, on our yeah, website. We can, yeah, uh, make it available to them. Uh, so regular price on this thing is one thirty nine. One thirty nine. So thirty bucks off if they use the promo code. Correct. Yeah. Get connected. Yeah. That's easy. That's the name of the show. Yeah. In case you've forgotten what you've tuned into. Uh, we're talking with Bruce from Posio, uh, all about the Posio Cradle. This is a charging cradle for your smartphone, any smartphone, and it basically blocks off your voice assistant until you uh, can turn that off with your voice, Correct. essentially saying Posio stop. And for yeah. 30 seconds, you can get recipes or your Spotify playlist or exactly, whatever yeah. you want, or Apple if you want to listen to Neil Young. Yeah. Right and you, you've got some other products in the in the pipeline too, we do, yeah. Um, so we also we also have a device for uh, smart speakers. So if you've got an Echo Dot or any of those types of speakers, we have um, a device that protects against those as well. Um, with those, we, we've got, uh, it fits some of the form factors. You can see the form factors we currently cover on our website. And we're um, working currently working on a, a pretty sophisticated business application uh, for the product. So um, we're, we're excited about that. Very cool. Bruce Cleland from Posio, and that's posio.com with the uh, the Posio Cradle. Great way to protect your privacy in your home and a lot more stuff coming up. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having us. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Coming up in our next segment, uh, after we talk about some uh, do-it-yourself projects here, we'll be talking with the TELUS friendly future foundation folks and launching a new contest giving away a really cool smartphone so you're gonna have to uh keep listening to get the details on how you can enter for that but let's uh, get into do-it-yourself or diy john you love getting these kits of things and putting them together what have you done (laughs) so far well up till now yeah well we did a, a diy cell phone yes the ringo we did a diy computer yes the dev term uh, we've done. You've done a lot of this a stuff. Few, few you built your own three D printers and three D printers. Yeah. I built my own synthesizer. Of course, you did. Yeah. Okay, what are we building today? So we actually have two things uh, to talk about today. One is called the JD from Circuit Mess. This is a put it together kit for your um, uh, if you're any interest at all in mixing music, being a DJ. This is a tiny little mixer. It gives you uh, an SD card slot. So you can put your music on it and then you have sliders just like a regular DJ mixer would have. And you have the ability to mix between two different tracks at the same time. You have a bunch of lights on the front of it that you can program to react to the sound or do some other patterns. And the device itself has a whole bunch of buttons that you can map to different effects, that type of thing. And on the, on the sort of the front of it, there's speakers. So you can actually hear everything but there's also a headphone jack, so you can either put headphones on or you can plug it into your stereo. So, how, how big is this thing? Um, it's about two smartphones wide. Okay. Yeah. And so have you built this already? I did, yeah. And it works? It works great. So how much is a kit like this? I think it was like $120. Okay. Yeah. So the the thing is, these kits are really meant for kids. Um, this isn't going to, you're not going to open up at the Commodore with this mixer. <laughs> um, but in the basement, maybe yeah, yeah. in your parents' basement, you're gold. The thing I love about these kits is it teaches, uh, well, they specifically designed them for kids. This particular one, the JD is meant for kids 11 and up. Yeah. And it teaches them soldering, teaches yeah. them uh, audio, uh, design, mixing technology, um, a whole bunch of programming that you can do. Cause you can customize 
what these things are. They give you about 10 hours of instructions on how to use all of the features of this device. So it's a pretty good value to do something with your kids that'll teach them something useful. And at the end of it, you actually have a a product that's useful. So you're teaching them to put something together and then you're teaching them DJing. DJing, how to program it. What every parent wants their child to be, a DJ. Hey, they make lots of money. Yeah, you're right. They make more money than you and I do. They do. (laughs) What's next? So the other thing that I put together uh, was the Nibble. And this is a retro video game console. It's a tiny little console. And it lets you learn how to do all those things we just talked about, soldering, coding, that type of stuff. Um, This kit's actually designed for nine years and up. And it even includes the soldering iron and the tools that you need to make this. So this is actually a perfect gift to give uh, a young kid to learn all the basics on soldering, electronics, video game programming, which, you know, video game companies are being bought for billions of dollars these days. It's not a bad industry to get your kid into (laughs) early. No, get them in now. Yeah. Yeah. And so it actually comes with four games, some retro, like, Atari quality games, but you can download other ones from the internet. And it also, again, comes with uh, basically curriculum to teach you how to program your own games. Amazing. Was it difficult to put together? No, no, it's very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, if you've never done this before, could I put it together? You could. It's mic friendly. It's totally mic friendly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very simple. It's called through hole soldering. It's just very simple parts that you have to sort of snap into place and you solder it. They give you all kinds of great videos on how to do it all. And I just think they're great little kits. They're well designed. They're very approachable. It's a really, it's the perfect like Sunday afternoon when it's raining out kind of project to do with your kids. Yeah. So snowing out or snowing. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to learn about our new contest, giving away a cool new Android smartphone. Listen to Get Connected, back after this. You are back with the program. Mike and John here. I want to talk about uh, giving back. Uh, You know, we've talked to a number of companies, uh, tech companies that uh, uh, have a lot of community involvement. One of the big ones here in Canada would would have to be TELUS. Uh, I mean, they've got an entire part of their company that is just dedicated uh, towards that. And today we've got uh, a great guest on the line. Her name uh, is uh, Shannon Spencer-Brown. She's the executive director over at the TELUS Friendly Future Foundation. Thanks for joining us, Shannon. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Mike. Uh, so tell us what your foundation is uh, all about, and uh, we can talk about some of the initiatives you guys get into uh, as well. Tell us for the Future Foundation. We were launched in 2018, and our objective is to connect youth to a world of opportunities. And primarily, we're talking about youth who face obstacles through no fault of their own to reaching their full potential. So what TELUS Friendly Future Foundation does is we fund local health and education programs across Canada, many of which are enabled by technology to help youth reach their full potential. Well, uh, obviously, you guys are, uh, you know, one of the, the big technology companies here in Canada. I mean, a lot of people think of you guys as cell phones, maybe in Western Canada, TV service uh, as well. But you are into many other things like healthcare in a, in a big way. Absolutely. TELUS is, at its core, a social purpose company. So what we are doing in the lives of Canadians is really to help connect them to things that are going to improve their lives, whether it's healthcare or providing for sustainable access to food or giving people who face obstacles the type of support and services that they need to be able to fully participate in society. And TELUS Friendly Future Foundation is, in fact, an extension of 
that social purpose for TELUS. It is our uh, ability to infuse the Canadian charitable sector with resources that they need. Um, many of Many of these charities are very grassroots, very local, and we partner with them to make sure that they can help youth, children, youth, and families in their communities really to, to thrive and reach their full potential. So what are some of the initiatives you guys help with uh, when it comes to youth uh, on kind of the, the tech side? Like, how, how can you give them a leg up? Absolutely. Well, I have to say, quite honestly, we support over 500 charitable grants every year in communities across Canada, touching more than 2 million youth every year. And we do that by focusing our efforts on those charities that are offering health and education programs powered by technology. Um, We know that technology is not just the wave of the future. It's really where we are today. And if the pandemic has showed us anything, all of the charity partners that we've worked with have had to embrace and uh, utilize technology to continue to serve the communities that, that they serve. So right from the very beginning of the pandemic, Mike, we saw some incredible social innovation in the charitable sector using technology. For example, we gave a grant to a healthcare institution where there was a trauma surgeon who came up with this fantastic idea to use a 3D printer to create a reusable face mask at the very beginning of the pandemic when PPE was in such short supply. So that's just one example of how we pivoted a little bit during the pandemic. Now we've moved back to our roots really to connect youth to opportunities through technology. So I'll give you a couple of examples of some of the grants that I'm really excited about that we've recently funded. Um, One is with the Glen Rose Rehabilitation Hospital Foundation uh, through our TELUS community board in in Edmonton. Um, We funded a project uh, that uses brain-computer interfaces. Brain-computer interfaces is a technology that harnesses the power of your imagination to actually allow people to turn their thoughts into action. The grant that we provided to Glen Rose is working with 100 youth living with disabilities who might otherwise not be able to do simple things like turning on a light switch or playing a computer game or even moving the direction and speed of the wheelchair to actually use their mind to control those actions through their body. Isn't that incredible? Is that, does that work? Does that work? Computer interface. Does that work? Well, you know, it, it, it absolutely does. And there's this fantastic project at, uh, at Glen Rose Hospital Foundation that we were really thrilled to, to be able to support. This is sort of cutting edge innovation that Telus Friendly Future Foundation um, really wants to get behind. Um, another example is a, a fantastic national charity called Innovations for Learning. Uh, I'm sure you can appreciate that when the pandemic hit, uh, the the lockdown, students being at home, not having access to their usual uh, teachers and, and having to do remote learning, those kids were even at uh, more of a disadvantage um, than they might have been prior to the pandemic. So we funded a program through Innovations for Learning called TutorMate. And TutorMate provides uh, one-on-one assistance with a tutor who might be anywhere in the country. You could be a student in Campbell River, BC, and your tutor might be in Winnipeg. And the program uses this TutorMate technology to help young kids uh, get help in phonics, sight word acquisition, like basically learning how to read. What our funding did was to 
provide additional support to allow over 600 youth in remote communities in northern or western Canada to have access to this really cool TutorMate technology and a one-on-one tutoring program that just wouldn't be possible with that, that kind of technology being in place. I'm going to be honest, I feel really ignorant and stupid right now, uh, <laughs> uh, Shannon, because I just, you know, I've heard of your foundation before, but I just thought, oh, they give out cell phones to disadvantaged children. But you guys are into so many other things. Well, actually, it's, you know, it's great that you, you mentioned that, you know, we, we are absolutely about social innovation. You know, cell phones are a tool that really help connect people. And in fact, TELUS has a program that helps young people who experience uh, living in foster care who are who then age out of the foster care system by providing them with a, a, a telephone and, and service. That's called Mobility for Good, and that might be what you're thinking about. That fantastic program meeting a great need. Telefriendly Future Foundation is really about innovation in the charitable space, really about how do we tackle some of Canada's greatest problems uh, and really the world's greatest problems for example, we recently funded a grant of uh, $45,000 to an organization called Learning for a Sustainable Future. Isn't that an, an amazing name for a charitable organization? This program is called Empowering Youth for Climate Action, and it's going to help close to 10,000 Indigenous youth across Canada by providing them with a six-week virtual climate action forum, which is going to help them learn about climate change issues, equipping them with the skills they need to take action. Isn't that an incredible uh, offering that we're able to make possible through partnering with uh, innovation, sorry, learning for a sustainable future? What we're all about is to help charities provide innovative solutions to the most pressing problems facing their communities using technology to enable that to happen. I just find it interesting, though, Shannon, you know, when you think of corporations, in most cases, they're just trying to get the most profit, you know, to have the best bottom bottom line. Like, why why spend so much money like you guys do on on community involvement like this? Like, what's the end game there? You know, it's, it's a great question. And I, I'm going to go back to that concept or, or the idea of look at what we've been living with over the past two years of the pandemic. At any point in time, Life can change, society's priorities change. TELUS has always been at the forefront of understanding the importance of social purpose. It's not about just providing a product or a service, it's about making life better for people. And ultimately when our communities are healthier and stronger, when our economy is healthier and stronger, when we give young people the chance to be the best that they can be, that's going to be better for all of us. It's going to be better for Canada. It's going to be better for our economy. It's going to be better for the world. And there is no question that customers, government, they expect collaboration. They expect companies to partner with community to make the world a better place. And that's what we're all about at TELUS. And that's what we're about at TELUS Friendly Future Foundation. So, I mean, you are community involved, like, um, you obviously set aside as a company, you know, uh, a chunk of money and resources to, to do these initiatives. Um, can the public help as well? Or are you just doing this on your own? Like, do you take donations? How does that work? Absolutely. You know, we're so fortunate. TELUS is our founding donor at TELUS Friendly Future Foundation. And what that enables is for all of our administrative costs to be covered 
for some systems to be taken care of. It means that all of the donations and fundraising that comes to Talos Friendly Future Foundation, 100% of that can go back into the charities that we fund. Uh, so absolutely, we encourage Canadians to join us, to become part of what we're doing. People can go to friendlyfuture.com to learn more about what we're doing, to make a donation. And also, we would love it if uh, if people would follow us and through all our social channels. Because another thing that's really important to us is to raise awareness of all the great work that our charity partners are doing. So absolutely, your listeners can get involved by being both a donor and a champion for our foundation. We're talking with Shannon Spencer-Brown. She is uh, the executive director over the TELUS Friendly Future Foundation. And uh, we've got a, a pretty cool announcement here as well. Uh, you guys have been very generous, uh, obviously, with your time today. Uh, but you're also uh, kicking in a, uh, a really cool Samsung S20 uh, Galaxy smartphone and a $500 uh, charity gift card to uh, uh, our contest. So uh, this is uh, up on our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Our front page will have details on uh, how you can enter the contest. And what's really cool about it is you can actually get extra entries by doing other fun little things uh, on there. And again, getconnectedmedia.com, uh, our website. Uh, and this is the TELUS uh, Friendly Future Foundation uh, contest. So you could win a Samsung Galaxy S20 smartphone and a $500 gift card uh, uh, donation uh, for your uh, favorite charity. So I, I want to thank you guys for that, Shannon. Oh, thank you. We're, we're so uh, grateful to you for, for spreading the word, and we would love for uh, Get Connected followers to be part of this contest and learn more about us and, and share the, uh, the great work that our charitable partners are doing across Canada. And yes, you'll have a chance to win a great Samsung Galaxy S20 smartphone and uh, a $500 donation to your charity of choice here in Canada. I love it. Uh, I, the technology you guys are behind, like, uh, funding uh, wheelchairs powered by your brain. I think I, we're going to have you on again because I know you guys are working on so many other things. Thanks for joining us, Shannon. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Happy to come back at any time. Again, hit our website to enter uh, this new contest this month. www.getconnectedmedia.com More tech to talk. Stay tuned. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and John here. I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to our one of our uh, earlier segments where you uh, put together the cool little uh, game console and the DJ. The mixer? Mixer, yeah. Yeah. So I was on Global this past week uh, with them. So you can actually see a video on getconnectedmedia.com to see what these things look like and how they all work, and as well as the links to them. I want to give a shout out to our new contest here in February, and it is awesome. It's from uh, TELUS, the Friendly Future Foundation. They're doing some amazing stuff for youth across Canada especially when it comes to innovations in technology. Uh, they're giving us a Samsung Galaxy S20 smartphone. The FE edition. This thing is beautiful. It is like a fantastic phone. I have some friends that have this fantastic camera on there, beautiful screen, and super fast as well. So, you know, you'd be happy to win this. And even better, uh, they're giving away a 50, or 50, $500 gift card to give uh, to your favorite charity. That's right. Yeah. Any charity you want in Canada. Fantastic. So again, if you want to enter, getconnectedmedia.com. All the details are there, and there's extra ways to win as well to get uh, more entries. I want to thank John and Christina and Robin and everyone else who helps put the show together. We'll see you again next time.